Hello, this is Frank Falvey with uh, Frank's Musings. Uh, the Secretary of State has sent this out. It has three of the four ballot questions uh, on it, and it also has information uh, that you ought to read uh, about voting and uh, some of the laws and information around voting. I would like to talk about uh, briefly the ballot questions. Uh, ballot question one is a question on whether those making more than a million dollars on their uh, reported state income tax uh, shall pay 4% more in taxes. And to read you the full text of the amendment to the Constitution, I will read it. Full text of amendment. Article 44 of the Massachusetts Constitution is hereby amended by adding the following paragraph at the end, therefore. To provide the resources for quality public education in affordable public colleges and universities and for the repair and maintenance of roads, bridges, and public transportation, all revenues received in accordance with this paragraph shall be expended, subject to appropriation only for those purposes. In addition to the taxes on income otherwise authorized under this article, there shall be an additional tax of 4% on that portion of annual taxable income in excess of one million dollars reported on any return related to those taxes. To ensure that this additional tax continues to apply only to the Commonwealth's highest income taxpayers, this one million dollars income level shall be adjusted by the same method used for federal income tax purposes. This paragraph shall apply to all tax years beginning on or after January 1st, 2023. Well, in, in reading that, uh, first of all, I'm very much in favor of uh, this amendment. I would have preferred a graduated income tax, but adding 4% to those making over a million dollars seems to be very reasonable and fair in my opinion. The tax would apply not only to wages, but as I read the article, the tax would apply to any uh, capital gains. In other words, if you uh, are a farmer and you own farmland uh, and you decide to sell that farmland to build houses on it, uh, then when you add what you paid for the land or additions to the property together, uh, and you say that equals uh, $500,000. And if you sell it for a million and a half, you're going to pay 
the normal taxes that anyone would pay because you have a $500,000 tax and you only uh, sold it for less than a million. Your net proceeds are only less than a million dollars. But if you sell it for three and a half million dollars, then the, the 500 is deducted, the first million is ordinary taxes, and then anything above that will be taxed at the 4% level. The same goes with any uh, other capital gains, which would apply to stock, it would apply to art, um, it would apply uh, to many areas that you report on your state income tax uh, as income. So anything on your state tax return that is uh, higher than a uh, million dollars in one year, that portion will be taxed at 4% higher. The article does seem very concrete let me reread this, that it can only be used to provide the resources for quality public education, affordable colleges and universities, and for repair and maintenance of roads, bridges, and public transportation. All revenues received in accordance with this program shall be expended for that purpose. So I have no question in, in my mind that, yes, that money will be expended for those purposes. But, but, you know, when people explain things, they tend not to give the whole explanation or the whole background of what's going on here. One of the things that could happen is right now the... Uh, legislature and the governor uh, have a budget for public education, for repairs and roads and bridges, for colleges and universities. Right now, they are spending X amount of money for those purposes. Nothing in this new legislation prevents them from reducing that amount of money and and that amount of money being spent or reallocated for other purposes. Um, so when, when you read things, you need to also understand that, yes, this money will be allocated for that purposes, but you do need to be careful in understanding that the money that is already being spent for those purposes could be reallocated. Now, I am a favor of passing this article because the wealthy are really not paying their fair share. Uh, and, you know, whether you believe they had God-given talents, that they were able to earn all this money, or that this money came to them through an, an, an inheritance, um, they are very well situated, and those that have received greatly uh, should be paying their fair share. 
you know, we're getting back money because income rose so high in 2021, uh, I gather, was the year that a law that was passed, I don't know, 1986, that stated that if the income rose higher than inflation or something, then there would be an uh, a fair appropriation uh, of money back to those that pay taxes. But how we're doing it is we're giving the wealthy the same percentage, but because they paid the most taxes, they're getting the most money back. But there has been no discussion, no study that I'm aware of, that actually it was the wealthy that actually reported more income. It could have been, and very likely was the fact that those on the lower income scale, their earnings were so much higher than, than 2020 and that their, their earnings on the lower below 50000 or $75,000 were so much higher that that is the reason that we are getting uh, a refund. The, and the law didn't state that. I mean, the, the, law, the law didn't say we should be automatically refunded based on how much we paid in taxes. The law seemed to me to state that the refund should be based really on a fair apportionment of why and who, why people made more money that kicked in this law. They should receive the higher amount of uh, income and so we should apportion back the taxes in a different way, in a way that would, would recognize who paid uh, the higher taxes in the sense of making more money. Well, question two seems to be a, a fairly cut and dried question. Apparently one company one dental company, and I, I haven't heard any any reports of other dental comp dental insurance companies, but one dental insurance company only paid 17% of their premiums for actual dental services, and 83% went to a higher uh, parent company. Now that company apparently was a nonprofit insurance company. Uh, that then sent uh, the higher 83% of the money that they made uh, to a parent company. So question two seems to be, you know, do you want the dental insurance uh, unregulated so that companies like uh, the one that I just mentioned uh, would continue to pay most of their premiums uh, to either themselves or to a parent company. Question three, 
I would kind of refer you to the program that Mark Lindsay and I uh, did on the ballot question number three. But since we've done that program, I would like to read uh, from the Franklin Observer uh, a article that was uh, uh, written. Vote yes or question three this November 8th. Only a few weeks ago, the State House News Service was commenting on the lack of opposition to, to compromise ballot questions worked out by the state's package store industry and other purveyors in the market. Local liquor store operators like Mark Lindsay and Franklin Liquors favor the message, and it seems like voters would take their cue and vote yes. However, as of last week, according to the Massachusetts list, which also covers the state political scene, all that has changed. A large out-of-state liquor distributor, Total Wine and More, the big box alcohol retailer headquartered in Maryland, has muscled in with glitzy TV ads that make it sound like they are all for small local businesses rather than the opposite and advocate a no vote. So Lindsay took to Twitter to urge voters to look at an exploratory vote yes video. In addition, the local Massachusetts Package Store Association offered the following summary of their views. Question number three was filed by local owned stores across the state of Massachusetts. Question number three expands convenience while also improving public safety. It also restores balance to an industry that has been upserted and undermined by large corporate interests seeking marketplace control of alcohol retail. Why vote yes or question three? Vote yes for consumer convenience by progressively increasing the number of allowed beer and wine licenses from nine to 18 minus any full liquor license owned. The number of full liquor licenses will be set at seven, which would be the most allowed in a three-tier state. Vote yes to improve public safety by prohibiting self-checkout of alcohol beverages and making a, a fine for selling to a minor aquable to gross sales and not just for alcohol beverages. Vote yes to promote state tourism by allowing for valid out-of-state IDs to be relied upon by a retailer. Massachusetts is the only state in the United States that does not permit an alcohol beverage retailer to really reasonably rely on valid out-of-state IDs. So on question number three, uh, even if you see ads on TV to vote against it, saying that it's good for the small businesses, it's not small uh, alcohol stores are recommending and strongly encourage you to vote yes to question number three. Ballot question number four uh, was not included in this book because 
of a timing issue. Uh, I don't have a copy of ballot question number four. Uh, hopefully I will get it uh, and be able to report on it in more detail. But my sense is, is that people that are here in the United States, uh, maybe uh, the government has given them permission to be here, uh, but they are across the border and came into this country uh, illegally. Uh, they may have, the government may have uh, recognized that there is a court proceeding that they have to go through to determine whether they should stay here. And so the contention is that many of them are driving cars, are uh, getting in accidents, and they are in an uninsured vehicle. Well, you know, it's smart to take out at a very low cost automobile insurance against uninsured vehicles because not all states uh, require uh, insurance so you could uh, be in an accident uh, with another vehicle out of state that would have no insurance coverage. They say that to permit these people to go through the normal uh, process of getting a license uh, would put safer drivers on the road. Uh, I, I really don't buy the whole question uh, and I am concerned with how efficient that the state of Massachusetts will be in not having some of these people that are giving a driver's license uh, be able to get on the uh, voter registration uh, rolls. So even though I do not have the full uh, question, I don't believe it should be voted. I believe you should vote no on ballot question number four. The town council recently has had a couple of discussions on changing the state flag. Now, I, I don't think there's any reason to change the state flag. It has a, uh, a, a picture of an Indian which recognizes, you know, in Massachusetts who really owned the land and who really was before the European settlers. The picture is not uh, warlike in my opinion. And the commission that was appointed by Governor Baker uh, is just a commission that has already made up its mind to reject the state flag as it is and go to some innocuous uh, other design. Right now, the commission is to expire on the end of December and they've already spent quite a bit of money. And in the economic bill that is stalled in the Senate and the House of Representatives, there is a provision to renew the commission beyond the end of December and a pro provision to fund them for another $100,000. Uh, you know, I was watching uh, a while ago the uh, 
Yankees, and to much to my surprise, I haven't been following uh, baseball in the Cleveland uh, Indians that closely, and was shocked to find out that uh, the Yankees, the New York Yankees, were playing the Cleveland Guardians. The Cleveland Guardians. I think that's, first of all, a terrible name. You know, uh, what, what do we have, uh, space, uh, uh, space uh, people uh, uh, protecting uh, Cleveland now? I mean, uh, who in the world are the, uh, the Guardians? Are they, you know, does uh, Cleveland have a, uh, a step uh, a parent now appointed to protect uh, all the citizens of Cleveland by the court? And so now we have guardians appointed in Cleveland. Um, you know, the Washington uh, Redskins changed their name. I'm not sure what they changed it to. And I have sympathy in, in changing those, those names. I, I do think that we do need to look at sports teams uh, that want to present uh, Native Americans only as a warlike uh, individ individuals or culture. The state flag doesn't do that. You know, uh, it, 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 no way would you really recognize that uh, as, as uh, in my opinion, warlike. One of the interesting things is, to me, um, Say we say the commission, first of all, the commission, I don't know who makes the final decision. I don't know whether it's the commission that makes the final decision. I don't know whether it's the governor that, that appointed him makes the final decision. So I'm unaware who makes the final decision. Uh, first of all, okay, uh, you can bet that we, the voters of Massachusetts, are never going to make the final decision. Uh, that's not going to be in our hands. One of the other interesting things is here all of a sudden the state flag issue seems to be a problem, right? You know, we're paying all this attention to this non-existent problem. See this nice suit that I'm wearing? Right. You know, I had to buy a suit for an occasion that I was going to, 200 bucks. And that was a cheap suit. I mean, 200 bucks for the suit, you know, the shirt with the, with the uh, you know, cufflinks, which I always love, uh, haven't owned for years and years, right? You know, that cost me $55. But the shirt, the suit cost me $200. When I go to pay, for the suit, there's a sales tax. And I say, what in the world, why are you charging me a sales tax? Well, Mr. Palvey, anything over $175 in clothing, you have to pay a sales tax. What? Why isn't that a problem? We need to raise on clothing, what, four or $500 to be the amount before a sales tax kicks in? I'm sure kids' winter coats could cost more than $175. You know, a winter jacket could cost more than $175. A pair of shoes 
could cost more than $175. That's a problem, okay? You know, that's something we ought to address and take care of. Railroad stations, downtown Franklin, right? Not handicapped or accessible. That's a problem. We ought to address that and take care of it, right? If you're coming south on 495 to get on Route 290, the traffic can be backed up three, four miles. That's a problem, right, that we need to take care of and solve. We have the oldest women's prison in Framingham than any prison in the United States of America. That's a problem. We have enough money that we could build a new prison and pay for it. You know, these, there are more nuts and bolts issues, right? The MBTA, you know, that's a problem that we, we are incapable of solving or don't want to solve. We have nuts and bolts issues today, okay, that our attention needs to be addressing those problems. The state flag is not a problem. The state flag ought to stay the way it is before we create a state flag that we are embarrassed by. Well, I hope to see you at the uh, polls uh, on November 8th, uh, starting uh, October 22nd. You were able to go to the town clerk's office and uh, vote uh, in person there. Uh, you only have to November 1st to return uh, a uh, request to have a mail-in ballot, uh, and on uh, February 8th, Tuesday, uh, we could see you at the Franklin High School Gymnasium between 6 and 8 uh, p.m. at night uh, to go ahead and vote. Well, uh, this is Frank Falvey with Frank's Musings. And you know you're always welcome to come down to the uh, Franklin Cable TV station uh, if you uh, want to do a show or do a presentation. Uh, thank you for watching. This program was made possible by your Franklin friends and neighbors. Good folks, just like you. Thanks for supporting Franklin TV. And thanks for watching.